thought the job was done. They thought it was all behind them. But sometimes, the past doesn't stay where it belongs. Now, Brad and Andrew must fight to protect all that they've built. The stakes have never been higher. And the beer has never been colder. This year, the epic continues. This is the Brew and View Podcast. Yes. I had nothing. I just trying to figure out something fun to say, and yeah, there it comes. Boy, oh boy. Well, hey, it's something nice to say. is It's always fun mm-hmm. to be nice. So, there you boy, go. Boy, oh boy. Boy, howdy. Mm-hmm. And how um, I'm having a good how, night. And how howdy are you? I am well, thank you. Um, how about yourself? Pretty good. Pretty good. Happy New Year's. That's right. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, brand new year. Took a little break, had some, uh, holidays in between. Mm-hmm. Hope everything was good with you and the, and the listeners. Speaking of listeners. Yes. We have a secret listener out there <sighs> who just chimed in <laughs> just last night. How long do you think it's been killing this person? Uh, I don't think it's... Or have they not been listening very long? I, I don't know how long, but I know that uh, it was it was commented that our levels are a little low. Uh, hopefully that was fixed. Sorry, I'm making noises. Uh, but uh, Jim, secret listener. <laughs> hey, Jim. Uh, yeah. I was very surprised to hear that he was listening. Because, mm. well, Ryan doesn't listen because we ruin all the beers. We ruin them. Yes. Because a lot of people say that we ruin movies. Oh, okay. And that's why they don't listen. So, but we ruin a lot of beers. We, we for spoil him. the beers. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's pretty good. 
Um, but yeah, Jim, we we won't spoil any beers for him. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, no, no, we're not cider boys. Mm-mm. But yes, uh, hi Jim, and hi everybody else that's still listening. Yes. Hello. And, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, so I hope you guys all had a happy holidays or Merry Christmas or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, you're right. Yeah, I just. What if I don't celebrate Christmas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, just kidding. It's the other people that are pretending to be attacked. People who do celebrate <laughs> Christmas. How dare you not say Merry Christmas? Uh, yes. So uh, <laughs> stupid. So stupid. Um, uh, so yeah, things are good here up mm-hmm. north. Um, we had that huge snowstorm about I don't know six or seven weeks ago, and nothing since. Not really? Nary a uh, a flake of snow. So, um, but other than that good how's things in the tub nice oh man it is uh downpour here right now actually oh is it yeah filling filling up the tub (laughs) uh it's yeah very rainy day yeah um Um, it's a little cool for for the area uh and excuse me it's a little cool for the area uh but it's supposed to warm up again saturday Good times. Well, yeah. Well, it's about to get hot down there with all the, uh, mm-hmm. the football, football coming. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm officially now a Saints fan. Nice. Welcome aboard. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, I was, I was, uh, uh, what's his name, Camara. Yeah. That dude AK. looks scary. He looks super scary. Uh, but like, I was like reading up on all like the. Uh, philanth- philanthropy stuff he does, like all the yeah, like good work he does, and then, like I'm I'm a fan of that dude. Of course, and that's a can't... that's a guy's second year in the league too. Yeah. A lot of yeah. these guys, like it takes them a while before. Yeah, well, it takes them to get like a good base salary under them, and mm-hmm. not you know spend a ton of money on you know the people, for sure, for you sure. Know, parents and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean he had the best. Uh, um tweet about uh someone asked him what he did when when he uh signed his contract he said i i, I took that to the bank and then went and bought some chicken <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> i love it um i had some fried funny. chicken a day actually from nola brewery fantastic no. um but yeah i'm a fan of that dude so yeah officially mm-hmm. a saints fan so good nice. luck down there that should be fun yeah, I really, really don't want them to play the Bears. I don't know why. Um, I just, I guess because I don't want to have to um, choose. Know. No, no, I, I've chosen, chosen the Saints. Uh, I just, you I'm, just don't want to hear from Brian. I'm glad the Bears are. Or his dad. <laughs> his, his dad will probably find something to complain about with the bears which which i appreciate that's my problem with bears fans is their delusion they have just these delusions of grandeur uh but you know <clears throat> it is what it is uh 
anyways, yes, football's going to be good, but in the meantime, beer's better. Mm-hmm. Yes, and looks like you're drinking out of your tulip glass. I am. What you having? Oh, I am uh, chugging testicles. Nice. Yeah. I mean, what? Yeah, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Hmm? Hold on, huh? Uh, yeah, so Bayutesh um, makes a beer mm. that I've only had once before called Testicles. Um, it is an IPA. It is pretty darn good. And this year they came out with a Brute variant. What's um, that mean? So uh, it's a, Brute IPA is a pretty new style. Um so it's one of those things where it's getting a little popular down here right now. Um, so it kind of, sometimes they taste a little cidery. Sometimes they taste just very dry. Uh, it's, it's interesting. And I think everyone's so new at it. They're not sure like what, what's it supposed to taste like? We're right. not sure. Uh, so what it does is, um, and this is very much, uh, very layman as possible as one of the brewers explained it to me. I'm going to try and relay it to everyone here. Um, there's an enzyme that they add that eats sugars um, or that uh, produces sugars the same um, that they use in champagne. So when they oh, add... Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I so think we talked about this. So when they add the yeast, yeah. Yeah, yes. it, it produces a, a dry... Mm-hmm. flavor similar to um you did talk about this before okay right? yeah yeah because because uh, uh port orleans where i work has yes. uh introduced yes. a, a brewed ipa yes you did well. i asked you about yeah so yeah. now it's, um, it's all coming back to me yes yeah uh, but yes please yes yeah so um it's really good it's not as good as the just classic um testicles that i had last uh last summer mm. um that one was that would have been right up your alley just super hoppy um yeah. al- almost like a like a palate wrecker um yeah. but well done not just hops for the sake of hops just a well-crafted beer that is loaded um okay. this one's a little more a little sweeter a little more dry um but still Still excellent. Like I gave it a four two five. Um, mm-hmm. Not a ton of check ins, um, but yeah, it well, is. It's hitting right, it's four, hitting five, right around zero, four. Three, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's twelve percent ABV, hundred and twenty IBUs. That's that's a potent that's a potent mix right there. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. So really enjoying it. And then uh, actually, um, that little Stein in my picture is that is pretty sweet Stein. Yeah, it's from Germany. From. Uh, our, our uh, friend of the show, Mr. Brennan. Nice. How's he doing over there? Um, he's doing all right. Is he missing testicles? Oh, he when he um, he was the person I had it with uh, last year, so I had to tell him immediately, and he was like, "God, why did you tell me this? God damn it!" <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, just two guys sitting in a bar in the Big Easy, have, enjoying a pair of testicles. Mm. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Very the place good. we went to four dollars on draft. For, That's for twelve percent. Like you can't find that anywhere. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to. Right. Like, no, that's probably like that was like a 
a clerical error there, man. Yeah. Well, this place had like infamously cheap drinks. It's called Miss May's. Um, and I found out that the um, the namesake, Miss May, she used to like give alcohol away all the time. So that's part of the reason it stayed so cheap over these years is her whole thing was like, let's drink and be merry. Well, well good for them. That's a, that's pretty tight. Yeah. Pretty tight. Yeah. Uh, so how about yourself? Cool. Uh, me. I am having a once i get into my thing uh chocolate stout uh from trogues brewing company nice. uh trogues brewing company i don't know if i've talked about it here before um the name sounds vaguely familiar it's a little local brewery um this is so this was one of their they do a lot of scratch beers mm-hmm. like if you go to the brewery they have all their all their regular stuff they have their bottled stuff. They have their premium stuff, and they also have their scratch, um, their scratch um, uh, line. I guess right. you know they're always tinkering and toying around with stuff. I think uh, Perpetual was uh, at one time a scratch beer. Oh, interesting <clears throat> for them because that's that's um, one of their main line now, right? Is that? Oh like, yeah, this, that's like yeah. their beer. Yes, yes. Um, before it was, I think uh, they had. Oh, you know, a handful of them, but yes, this now, uh, yeah, the perpetual is their, their, their hop, which is uh, prevalent in most of their beers. We could, you can taste their hop and that style that they want. Uh, you can taste it in most of their hoppy beers and, um, uh, but not in this one. Uh, uh, this is a straight up just, uh, like it is what it says it is. It's a chocolate stout. Like when you take it sip, it is chocolate and stout. There's nothing else. I mean, it it is. There's no playing around with, you know, um, any bourbon mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's a little bit of vanilla, I think. What does it say? Uh, stout brew with uh, coconut ni- or c- cocoa nibs or cocoa nibs and vanilla. And it is it is pretty much um, a straight up coffee or a chocolate style. I mean, it, there's it 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 doesn't it's it's not trying for anything, and I gotcha. really like it. Um, it goes down smooth. It, it does have a little bit of dryness on the on the back end of it. Mm-hmm. Like I've had, um, I think one and a half already, and uh, yeah, I got a little bit of cotton mouth with it but uh that that um you know coming at 7.1 i mean it goes down super smooth because a lot of times when the they have your stouts come through Mm -hmm. you can you get that uh that alcohol forward taste to it yeah absolutely or even on the on the finish you can get that uh this doesn't have any of that um it's and no ibu to speak of um uh, I gave it a four point two five. It's sitting at like right around three point eight. Um, so yeah, it's nice, pretty good. That's awesome. And yeah, and the picture I I took it in front of that's a, a catfish original. It's a turkey, <laughs> really, a, a turkey feather and a bear painted mm-hmm. on top of it. So nice. Thank you, catfish. There you go. I like it. All right. 
Nice. Uh, anything else going on in the beer world with you? Um, no. Uh, they do. I probably will review it next week. Is the new Mad Elf is out this year? Mm-hmm. For this year, it's been out for a while. I just haven't reviewed it. Um, I'll probably have that, and maybe an, an extra one for next week. Yeah. Uh, but I always want to check that in each and every year. Yeah. So, Consistency uh, is key. Yeah. Well, it's a seasonal beer, and you need to. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta have, uh, you know. It's uh, it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a fun hobby. So. Yeah. You know. Very cool. All right. So um, yeah, last week we didn't really sign each other stuff, so we decided to go out on our own. Yes. Uh, yes. As far as movies go, so um, why don't we uh, kick that off? Sure. Sounds good. Um, so I'll actually start with uh, something that every day is getting a little, a little less relevant until it turns around and starts to get relevant again. Um, I watched a movie called The Night Before from uh, 2015. Sweet. Yes. Um, and uh, I, Christmas Eve, three lifelong friends spend the night in New York City looking for the holy grail of Christmas parties. Uh, stars Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and uh, Anthony Mackie as the three best friends um so the whole setup is they're looking for this like secret underground party called the nutcracker ball um anthony mackie's character chris is uh a pro athlete now um so he's uh you know he's he's moving into a different tier yeah they're all worried um seth rogan's character is having a uh, baby so they're all worried that this might be their final their final go around together as their mm-hmm. lives kind of diverge drastically. So, um <laughs> the they're looking for this party and uh Seth Rogen's wife is played by Jillian Bell, uh who you might know from Workaholics if you watch that. She's phenomenal in that. Um very funny. Uh, in this, she uh, she gives her husband Isaac a bunch of drugs and tells him to go crazy, have a great night, uh, and obviously, uh, hilarity ensues. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, worth a watch? I would say, yeah. I, I thought this was really funny, and I am not a... I don't, I, I don't go out of my way to not watch movies with Seth Rogen, but I feel like Seth Rogen makes a lot of movies that are, um, I mean, he, he wrote one of my all time favorite comedies in super bad. Um, so, uh, but I do feel like he's settled into this kind of groove of like stoner comedies. Like you're going to see the same six guys, um, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, but there's people who are full on fans of it. And yeah. I'm I'm a lot more casual about it, so I just um, I think I'm coming from a more um, maybe a less biased place because I just I don't see Seth Rogen and just automatically think funny. This right. is, this movie's great. I can't wait to see it. Um, but I really liked it. I I enjoyed it. It was funny. Um, it hit some really good emotional notes. Um, there's uh, some obviously very dirty humor, um, <laughs> some some really lowbrow stuff mixed in with some really like poignant 
moments. Um, and it was just a great mix. And, uh, you know, it's, it's nice to, uh, if you, uh, want to watch a uh, Christmas movie, uh, and you don't have to worry about uh, the main character leaving her the hustle and bustle of the big city to go back to her small town where she runs into her uh, ex-boyfriend um, and and rediscovers the meaning of Christmas. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. there's a couple of those out there. This isn't yes, that. one or two. Yeah, there is a running into of an ex-girlfriend. But other than that. Yeah, this is not the year uh, Hallmark. Yeah. No, I'm I'm pretty mar I'm pretty sure like a Hallmark executive would just like vomit. <laughs> like they're trying what? On a Christmas movie? Um there's I, I don't know if you know this, but uh Seth Rogan's Jewish. He's kinda kept that that a secret uh this really? whole time. Yeah. Um actually I don't even know if he's Jewish. The character he played was Jewish though. Um <laughs> there's a really funny scene where he's on mushrooms in a Catholic church. And he's really upset seeing Jesus on the cross. I'm sure. Yes. Yes. And as someone who was raised Catholic and hates it, I was loving that scene. Very funny. So I'm looking Uh, right now um, to see if... Okay, so it's streaming right now on FX Now, which is the first time I've seen this app. Mm -hmm. And I downloaded it real quick. To see if I can play it and go to movie page. I don't think you. I think you have to. I think yeah. you have to be like you a probably cable have to subscriber. Like put in your your uh, whatever you call it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think so. Oh, you got to sign into your TV provider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched it at uh, at Cool Mats, so I didn't have to worry about that. Okay. Uh, you can do a preview pass for the next hour. So, oh, so if you, you if you want to watch half of it and decide if it's for you, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So that's it's looking like it's going that way. Uh, well, just kind of piggybacking on that real quick. I'm not even mm-hmm. going to spend a whole lot of time. Uh, there's a, uh, a Netflix original that uh, Christmas Chronicle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a straight up Christmas movie with with uh, Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. Ah. Uh, Good oh, for the kids. Okay. Uh, not too bad for the adults. It's actually kind of fun. It's based all pretty much all in uh, Chicago. So I think nice. you may appreciate it a little bit because uh, they're all over downtown Chicago uh, or nice. parts around. So uh, check that out. I, I really highly recommend it. My son loved it. So if you've got okay. kids and you want to watch a good Christmas movie. I know we're past it, but there you go. Yeah, um, but it's good to have. it's good to have that kind of thing in the rotation, though. Because everyone wants to watch, uh, you know, I, I, I love Elf, but if I don't, there's certain people who are just like, well, I got to watch this. I got to watch this. I got to watch this. So it's nice to get well, something, yeah. something fresh in the rotation. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, I did watch Elf. I did watch mm-hmm. like, a Christmas story. Um, yeah. I did not watch a Christmas story this year, but I love that movie. Yeah. I mean, it's good. The first eight million times I saw it, I'm I'm just about done with it. Yeah, so. when when 10:30 p.m. rolled around, I was like, I can't watch this again. Um, uh, but I did watch a movie called uh, First Reform. It's streaming on Amazon right now. Um, 
Uh, I talked about it a little bit last week whenever we were talking about what we wanted to watch. Yes. Um, based on, you know, stuff we'd seen and, and all that stuff. Uh, so First Reformed uh, came out last year. Last year is in, well, since 2017, but I think it's a 2018 release. Yeah. Uh, Sailor and Ethan Hawke and Amanda Seyfried and Cedric the Entertainer as Cedric Kyles. Um, first time he's ever been uh, uh, credited yeah. as anything but Cedric the Entertainer. Wow, I've never seen, I didn't know his name was Cedric Antonio Kyles. Yes. Um <clears throat> Uh, but directed by Paul Schrader, written by Paul Schrader, the guy who wrote and direct, or he writ, he wrote um, uh, uh, Taxi Driver, and he wrote um, uh, Raging Bull a lot. He's teams up with Scorsese a lot. Um, I think he's more known as a, a writer mm. than he is a director. He has done some like a uh, critically acclaimed stuff, like Affliction. And stuff like that, uh, but this one um, is pretty much is based around um, a priest or, or, or a reverend in a small church in like a small town in New York, I think it is, or and uh, <clears throat> and it's and his like uh, crisis of conscience type of thing, and it's Ethan Hawke, uh, basically an Ethan Hawke platform to you know show off his acting chops, you know. If, uh, he, I bet yeah, he probably may get some kind of nod. I don't know if he got anything for Golden Globes, uh, but he, I'm, sh- it, it, it's ripe for that kind of thing. Um, it, 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 it's a little preachy, uh, to, uh, pardon the pun. Um, but, uh, there, and there's some, you know, uh, <laughs> major themes in this, you know, whether it's religion or, uh, climate change which is a weird thing that you wouldn't expect going into this, but it hits a pretty early and you start to uh, realize it. Uh, Ethan Hawke is really good. He is really good. Uh, Cedric, the entertainer is kind of in this, but he really isn't. He's just kind of a, a pawn in this. Uh, Amanda Seyfried, I'm starting to like her more and more the more I see her. Um, what was that movie that we I saw with her in with, uh, what's his name? The guy that I don't really like anymore. Um, the British guy who was in Sin City. Um, uh, Five Owen? Crap. Oh, yeah. What was she in with him? Um, oh, Anon? Oh, Anon, yes. Yeah. Uh, which I really liked her in that. Uh, so I'm. she is slowly climbing up my list of uh, favorite actors to go see. She was mm-hmm. born in Allentown, Pennsylvania, which is sweet. Oh, nice. Um, uh, but this movie is, it's not, it's not, it's kind of a slog. Like anybody that, I, like, I don't think you would hate it to watch it, but I could see a lot of people just being like, come on, get to the fucking point. Um, <laughs> because, but, because uh, Ethan Hawke puts in a pretty good performance and uh, some of the shots of him uh, and the way it's directed is, is pretty well done. Um, I, I'm not going to recommend it for everybody. I think you would like it. I'm not going to say you should watch it, but uh, it's one that if you are bored and you want to watch, go ahead and check it out. Uh, like I said, it's streaming on Amazon right now, and I think it's probably going to get some Oscar nods, uh, whether it's gotcha. like a writing credit for Schrader. I don't think he's going to get a, a directing nod, but I think Ethan Hawke probably may get something for that. So. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, looks like he's getting some uh, uh, 
earning several Best Actor nods from critics groups, including the Los Angeles Films Critics Association, so New York Film Critics Circle. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, people are um, won the Jumping Gotham Award yeah. for Best Actor. Yeah. Best Screenplay. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah. Looks like um, this is... Yeah, it's it it is a little um, nominee or you know award baity type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely not. It's not even close to top ten uh, movies. Well, maybe maybe top twenty movies I saw this year, but okay. Um, it, it but that's saying something because I did see a good a lot of movies this year. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, if you take my advice for anything, mm-hmm. go ahead and watch it. All right. All right, all right. Uh, movie that's probably not going to be making any noise this uh, award season, um, but you know the, the Halloween season. Uh, mm-hmm. I watched the 2018 sequel to Halloween. Mm-hmm. Halloween. <laughs> they may have they to need, just like yeah. They got to re- start yeah. changing up some of the. So I I. <sighs> I don't know. It's a weird it's a weird setup because what it does is it disregards everything except for the original Halloween. Well, and I'm I'm okay with that. I'm Oh, I'm same with that. Same, for sure. Um but then it it shares the title with two other movies named Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I guess you got to figure out which one's which. Yeah. Yeah. So Halloween 2018 um was directed by david gordon green uh yeah which um i know like my favorite thing that he did was uh prince avalanche Mm -hmm. um but well i don't know joe's good yeah um Uh, i'm trying to look at other oh that movie camp x-ray i really or he was an executive producer on that so sorry about that no no worries um Looking at right yeah. now, pineapple Did express, a lot of... oh, your yeah. highness, the sitter, which were like that's like three stoner comedies, and then I I, I saw our brand is our, our brand is crisis, which was a kind of high paced like um uh just really it, it reminded me of like a. a Uh, kind of a Soderbergh type of movie where like quick shots in and out. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, sorry. No, no worries. Go, um, go with, uh, yeah. Yeah. So he, so he's, uh, this looks like looking at his IMDb, his first foray into directing horror. Um, mm. but comedy and horror are kind of similar in the sense that like, you need to, to pull be, something out of the audience. Yeah. And to be effective, Timing is very important. Mm. Um, so may, maybe that's why. I mean, Danny McBride was one of the writers as well, and he's oh, okay. almost exclusively Great. known for for comedy. Um, and it it was awesome to see Jamie Lee Curtis back. Um, and I know she's done a couple other Halloween movies, uh, but this just this one felt. Um, I don't know. It it felt like the right movie at the right time. Like okay. Like as opposed to 
I think she was in like Resurrection or H2O and it's just uh, like H2O. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, yeah, sure. I'll get paid, whatever. And John Carpenter has all but disowned the entire franchise. He was back. Um, he got involved with this one actually. Um, and he was excited to be back to the, f- in, involved in, in Halloween. And it, it's, uh, so it's just, it's a lot of the right pieces coming together at the right time. And well, I, Loved this movie. Good, good, good. Because yeah. it like I, from just from the trailer, it looked mm-hmm. very cool. Like it yeah. had, uh, I like. I remember watching this trailer, like September or August, something like that. And I was mm-hmm. like, and you saw uh, Michael Myers standing in the middle of a prison yard, and you saw these people coming to either get him out or to interview him or something mm-hmm. like that. And then all of a sudden, you know, things go bad, and uh, it looked. It looked like, like the, the, the real sequel or yes. the, like the righteous sequel of uh, the Halloween movie. Absolutely, and that's what I'd say it is. Um, it was. Uh, <laughs> there's some like some t- uh, tongue-in-cheek stuff. Like there's there's a new doctor, um, who's you know studies Michael Myers now, um, and at one point. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, Lori uh, <laughs> looks at him and she goes, "Oh, so you're the new Loomis," uh, as which was Donald Pleasance's character. Yes. So it's just kind of a, a funny little nod. Yeah. So, so like, yeah. Oh, oh, how things change. Um, and it really struck this nice balance where, um, like the it wasn't the gore fest that um. Rob Zombie's Halloween was what was that 2007? Yeah. Um but it did have some gory kills um and then sometimes it was just implied. Um so it was nice that it was just it kind of struck a balance with that and then they did a really good job um actually making Michael Myers into kind of the shape again. Like as okay. a quote, um you know playing with him standing playing with light playing with his shadow uh as opposed to just having him lumber forward and just be a vehicle to sell a bunch of tickets right. um they i guess they figured let's sell a bunch of tickets and make a good movie too so good um I'm glad. yeah super happy with this one uh, yeah it's very uh much well, it's, it. it's rating it's rating like 6.8 yeah nine mdb uh, metacritic is like six sixty seven, but um yeah, yeah. If you're I, i'm if you're I'm a genre all in. fan, I'm all in if you're if you're in because I know you hold that movie in high high regard. I do, yeah, absolutely. So. Um, yeah, strongly recommend it. Uh, it's one of those if you enjoy, um, if you enjoy Halloween or you just want a uh, scary movie um, that you can get into. Uh, I th- I thought Jamie Lee Curtis was awesome. Everyone was really good. Um, Judy Greer was great. Um, <laughs> Uh, the, I love, the younger yeah. daughter, Andy Machak, I think, or uh, let me, Andy Matichak, maybe. Um, she was really good. Um, the the Strode women, uh, and it's you know it's just nice to finally see a movie with a strong female protagonist. Yeah. So yeah, and they made her. They made her like they made her ragged it looked like whenever i was watching the yeah yeah um, oh she um 
yeah, they made they did a great job of making her. She's a paranoid shut in. Um, yes. and she basically has like a house of horrors. Uh, like she just, she has, um, a, uh, like shooting gallery in her backyard with like a bunch of like bullet riddled mannequins. And, hmm. um, well, she's just been basically just waiting for uh, right. him yeah. to come back. Yeah. She wants to, uh, kill Michael Myers. Um, yeah. and there's definitely, um, you know, there's the the standard horror stuff, your suspension of disbelief. And if you think too long about how Michael's able to get from room to room while just walking, it's, you know, I, that stuff makes absolutely no sense. Um, but in the moment, um, it, when you're engrossed in it, it's, it's great. Um, they did something that I guess I'm going to try and be more wary of now because I know that this is not the first movie to do it. Um, but it's just something that, it, it's like when that bubble pops and like all of a sudden I realize what they're doing. So they did such a great job of cross cutting where, um, with they were advancing the plot via Michael Myers. Um, he starts out in the institution. Um, they transport him. Something goes wrong and interspliced in there is you get to meet the new Strode family. You get an idea for who they are, a sense of who they are. So they're able to push the story forward while developing the characters for, I would say, okay. about the first hour. Um, and like I said, it's it's something that probably all good movies do effectively to the point where you don't even notice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just something clicked with me this time through while I was watching. It was just, it, so. Yeah, just um, introducing the characters in a in a instead of just being like, oh, here's this character, here's the next character, here's the next character. Yeah, here's this archetype, here's this archetype. You know who they are. Um, you yeah. actually got to meet the people and um, spend some time with them in their normal day to day life before shit hits the fan. So mm-hmm. funny you should say that because mm-hmm. Aquaman mm-hmm. this year or from last year. Yeah, it's so okay. it's so weird to say that, isn't it? So, well, last year's Aquaman, it's like yeah. it came out thirty days ago. <laughs> That's right. Oh this no, it didn't. It, it came out like ten. <laughs> yeah, not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. it was the twenty first. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> I went and saw this uh, uh, opening night actually uh, because uh, that was my niece's birthday and she's all into the comics, which I love. She's That's awesome. A sixteen year old nerd. Um, and which I feel bad for her at times, but I, um, I try to just try to be a friend and I'll talk to her about that kind of stuff. Cause I know she has a rough time at school. Uh, um, uh, but well, yeah. And then uh, you just called her a nerd on a famous podcast. So that probably helps. Well, she, I think she'd embrace it. And plus she doesn't listen. She can't be that big of a nerd. Um, <laughs> and if she does, she'll let me know. Uh, but I, she knows I love her and the I'm, levels. I, yes. Um, uh, so, yeah, when when saw this. Um, okay, so for like, it's fine. I mean, it's a mm-hmm. superhero movie, and we're getting to the point now where it's pretty much uh, rinse, wash, repeat. It's the same, pretty much the same story. We're not, we're not like um, uh, uh, blazing new ground, right? Until, unless you want to do something off the wall and a little bit experimental, 
Maybe we'll talk and about that. We may get into that a little yeah. bit later. Uh, but for as far as this goes, like I'm Jason Momoa is great as Aquaman. Like I would have no reason to like Aquaman. I like him in this. Um, Amber Heard's in it. That's the first time I ever saw her in anything. I don't. I yeah. just heard bad things about her in Johnny Depp. <laughs> and then the uh, Willem Dafoe is great. Patrick Wilson is bleh. Nicole Kidman is pretty much in every movie you've seen lately. And Dolph Lundgren is in a big movie for the first time in a long time. Punisher. Um, Yes. Uh, 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 but, I mean, it is what you'd expect it to be, right? Um, you see him uh, do some cool stuff at the beginning. He, you know, he learns some other things, and he's got to fight somebody. He gets beat down. He has to make, come back and win, you know. Mm-hmm. All, in, all in a short, wrapped-up, nice little thing of two hours and 23 minutes. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can, yeah. never, I can never see this movie. Well, I mean, <laughs> listen, there... Like, if this was the first superhero movie you ever saw, uh-huh. this would be amazing. Sure. It would be. And it and and I think and I and I know where you're coming from. I really do. And I and I and I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. I just think like there is a ton of production. There's a ton of people writing on this, trying to make it fun for the kids, make it fun for the the fanboys, make it fun for everybody, right? Right. And like I get what they're doing. I don't want to shit on this movie. I really don't because it like there was points that were really fun, and the writing was good enough to make it interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I just was it. It felt it felt like you know you know marvel had done it a couple years ago or you know had done it in iron man and stuff and we get the or well we don't get we do get the origin story and it's interspliced like you were talking about a little bit Mm. with um the story it's not like it's not like wonder woman where you're all you know all preamble at the beginning Mm. and then we get to the the good stuff this this intersplicing and it what it it weaves the story in with the origin story as well so it, it it does an okay job at that Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I, I gave it a six. It's, I, you could do so much worse. You yeah. really could. And like, I want to hold it up to what we originally thought superhero movies could be or what they should be like, right. and like the special effects are stupid. Like just, I mean, they're really good. Like you don't. Like they're underwater and you like all of a sudden they're underwater talking and their hair's kind of flowing. You're like, this is weird. And by like, and two seconds later, you don't even think about it anymore. And it's like, yeah. okay, that's what it does. And it, it's not distracting. Interesting. Um, yeah. It's just, well, I don't know. If I don't I, know what, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, what I'm asking for these movies. Like if I go to these movies and I'm like, and, and, and we will talk about it later. Yeah. And there is a way to do it. For sure, but if 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 you're in a universe and you're trying to follow the Marvel thing, and you have a universe established, and you got these characters, you're paying people millions and millions of dollars to go and do this. I mean, yeah, like 160 million dollar estimated. Jesus, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it grossed 822 million, which is really big. I mean, it's almost a billion dollars. I mean, that's it's a lot. That's that's not not quite Avengers territory, but not too far away. It's two hundred million away from you know a billion dollars mm-hmm. worldwide. So, um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, um if I could uh, comment on your commentary, yes. Uh, it it feels to me, which is fine, um, because I well, I, I don't think this is a wrong way to be, but it it feels to me like you're 
almost you're looking for things to like about the movie. Um, yeah, maybe I am. Yeah, that, that's that's a possibility. But I also I realize what they're like actually doing. Like okay, like there is an artistry about making a CGI crazy movie. Absolutely, and it could, but it could be total shit like. Uh, the the Lost Kingdom or whatever it is, the last oh, Jurassic yeah. World was. Yes. It could be total crap. Mm-hmm. This wasn't that. It wasn't yeah. that at all. It was it right. was uh, much better. I mean, it's sitting right now at like a seven six on IMDb. Yeah. Well, I, what, I, whether that's fanboys or not, don't know. Well, I was looking it up. Every subsequent um, DC movie from Batman v Superman down um, has had. Actually, I didn't look up Suicide Squad, so let me do that real quick. But everyone has had less and less user reviews. So it could just be, no, Suicide Squad, actually, not by much, but also has less. So it is continuing a downward trend. Um, So it actually could be the people who are taking time to um, rate it on IMDb are more more the core audience that was going to go see it anyways. Um, But like you said... You know, those numbers prove that there's an audience for it still. Yeah. I mean, um, it, there definitely is. And, and it's not it's not the worst thing you can see. In right. It really is. For isn't. sure. Um, and, you know, how many movies can you go to um, where you can, uh, you can be entertained um, down to a 12-year-old can be entertained and it's, it's okay? You know, in the sense that, like, it's not things aren't going over someone's head or things aren't just pandering to little kids so that mm-hmm. you are bored in your seat. Like, yeah, it, it's they, I mean, and there was a couple parts that were cringeworthy, very cringeworthy. They had uh, just a couple jump scares that were just, I was so mad at, but <laughs> like mm-hmm. it, but here's the thing. It, mm-hmm. Like, and I've seen this movie so many times before and it's, it, but they are doing a competent job at it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not... Okay, so let's look at the Halloween Halloween franchise, right? Right. You look at the first one, it's amazing, right? And we look at the Halloween franchise as a really good... But there is some absolute shit afterwards, right? Absolutely. 100%. And, it like... So, like, if, if they're continuing it and keeping the bar just here... And and keeping it here and keep and and letting the people that like these movies go and see them and I'm one of them I'm yeah. going to go see them you right. know if, if my niece wants to go see them and and like she didn't have to twist my arm to go see it but if they <laughs> right. keep they keep the bar here and don't like dip down to like you know um, Superman Returns or something like that <laughs> you know like yeah. or hell uh, Superman Four or uh, you know Batman Forever or whatever the the shit that they, yeah, which, that they did come out with that was like absolute crap, and this this franchise killers essentially. Yeah. I mean, but, obviously but it, those characters are so big they'll bounce back, but you know. But this movie isn't that. I mean, and but it definitely could have been, and there, there was some care taken, and I want to give at least credit for that. And maybe I'm just you know caping up for it or whatever. No, it's you're, uh, you're pardon good. Pardon the pun on that as well. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Um, no, no. I mean, look, I, I know that you're not just, uh, taking a stance to, to, um, 
Yeah, Cape. I, I mean, we tore Justice League apart. Yeah. So I know that there's at, at least. Um, you know, I was a big fan of Wonder Woman, and yeah. this feels a lot well, like the Wonder Woman movie. It really does. Well, that's um, good. I mean, hopefully, like DC learns that they need more more Wonder Woman, less Batman v Superman. Right. Well, and that's the thing. You need like a single character you wrap your your arms around, and just like a Tony Stark. Or right. this Jason Momoa as Aquaman. They didn't ask him to do a whole lot other than smile and look good without a shirt <laughs> on. And That's he was self-effacing and, and very, you know, he was like big and tough. You know, I picked mm-hmm. things up, put things down, but he knew he was that guy. And uh, he did a good enough job. It just, whatever. I know you're not going to see it. Um, no, I, and- I will see it. I'm, I definitely was not going to go see it in theaters. Uh, but I, I just think of like the, the slug fest that was Batman v Superman and uh, sitting through that for two and a half hours. Um, right. And coming well, away see, with it, like, like yes. being much more positive like, than a lot of other people that saw it and still not loving it. It's just, I like, they just tried too much. You know, they tried to incorporate the whole Death of Superman. They tried to do what um, Marvel did in, like, eight films in in two and a half hours. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we've we've tread over this ground too much. So, yeah. yeah uh, I would recommend it. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm wondering if Fredo saw it. I'm sure. I mean, he's a big DC fan in this universe. So I, I think uh, he'd probably enjoy it. I, I hope so. Uh, I'd like to hear what he thinks. So, yeah. Anyways. Oh, uh, uh, oh, uh, you're, that's it for you, right? For uh, other than what we're going to talk uh, tag team on. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me, let me uh, do bad times real quick. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, so, hmm. <sighs> <laughs> bad times at, at the El Royale. Oh, uh, Aquaman obviously isn't streaming, still in theaters. And I want to tell you, uh, Halloween is not streaming nope. as of yet. Uh, but Prince Avalanche is streaming on That's a good TV. one. I like that one. I so, it. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, bad times at the El Royale. Uh, not streaming as of yet. Uh, uh, starring Jeff Bridges, uh, Dakota Johnson, uh, Cynthia, Cynthia Irville? Irville. Irville. She's pretty much the star of this movie. Uh, John Hamm, Chris Hemsworth, um, and oh, Nick Offerman has a little cameo in it, which is nice. Nice. Um, so when I saw the trailer for this, I was thinking, oh, it's directed by uh, uh, Drew Goddard. So, oh, okay, uh, yeah, he wrote um, uh, Cabin in the Woods. Yes. Yep. Um, uh, yes, and uh, with a co-director on that as well. I think so. Oh, no, he did a short on it. He did a short. I'm sorry. Uh, But a name. Yes. Um, He also did some stuff for Daredevil. Uh, He did the (laughs) Cloverfield Paradox. Uh, And 10 executive producer on 10 Cloverfield Cloverfield Lane. Oh, that's where he got to start at at Lost. He's a a disciple of... Oh, okay. Yeah, he's one of uh, JJ's guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So... 
Um, <clears throat> I was expecting a Tarantino-esque kind of experience, the way they portrayed it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And this is one of those movies where I'm, where I realized that story isn't everything. And that, and and I know this, but the the acting has to has to carry it. Doesn't matter what the story is, right. you know. A story like um, a story like uh, uh, Usual Suspects, right? Right. Uh, which has all the twists and turns and all the great you know tie-ins and all that stuff would be nothing without the actors that pull it off, you know. And uh, this movie, the acting, they have good actors, but they didn't feel invested. And Jeff Bridges was acting his balls off. John <laughs> Hamm was trying all his, all he could, but like, like they, it just didn't. They didn't feel like they were invested. They spent too much time on certain things that felt weird. It felt like they, there was. This is a missed opportunity for me. Um, I was really expecting a lot. Maybe this is a. I'm a victim of. Uh, it's a victim of high expectations, but mm. it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. It turned weird. It turned odd. Um, things like I, I was expecting like twist to be un unraveling to the last like frame and then like, but it wasn't that it was not there. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It, it left me wanting more. Um, it left me bored at times. I was like, eh, mm. whatever it did. Like it was, there was, there was one really great performance. Uh, Lewis Pullman, uh, young guy who did, uh, he's been in the latest strangers movie. Um, mm. Uh, not a whole. Oh, he was in the. Well, oh no, the Ballad of Lefty Brown. So no, <laughs> not that ballad. No, that ballad. So uh, this kid uh has something. Um, young kid, uh, twenty five years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he acted his balls off, and I I was in with him. Um, and also um the girl I just talked about earlier, the lady, the woman, Cynthia, Irvo, Ir Irvo. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was. As Darling Sweet, um, yeah, she was good. And, I mean, Dakota Johnson was fine. I don't know. It was just uh, – Oh, she's Maybe fine. story was a big part of it. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. just uh, – I don't know. It, it has to hit that sweet mix because the char- – well, you know what it was? might have been, too, was the writing. The characters were just kind of – pretty much one dimensional trying to be two dimensional and just kind of eh, whatever <laughs> can, can so. pull it yeah bad times i had a bad time at the el royale uh, that's a so shame i i actually don't recommend this movie i don't oh, really yeah that sucks other than see a couple good performance actually you know what the kids performance uh that kid mm-hmm. uh lewis pullman yeah i watch it for that good enough to check out i got gotcha. you yeah uh yeah, that's a shame because I I agree it did look like a um, Tarantino influenced kind of like crime mystery. Yeah, um, it kind of reminded me of um, this is kind of just me projecting onto it, but uh, the the John Cusack movie Identity. 
Did you ever see that one? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. I, and just was, something about a rainy, fun. yeah, a motel and a rainy and night. That's, that's one of those ones where story is actually the story is actually better than or is a bigger character than the actors. Yeah. You know, where you do have good characters and they're but they're all one note, you know, mm-hmm. characters and they pull it off, but the story itself is is actually kind of fun. Yeah. And that's actually has a little bit of rewatchability to it as well. I agree, yeah. So um yeah. Yeah. It it does, yes. You'd expect something like that. Some kind of creepy, crazy yeah. Thing, and I mean, I was going to say over promise, but I guess they didn't necessarily make the promise that I was going to say. Yeah. Oh, it's, no, it's, it's not. Me, it's definitely me over over expectation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a shame. Um, uh, before we get yeah. into the, the uh, movies that you and I both watched, uh, mm-hmm. I did. I did hear something interesting today um, when I was. Um, you know, perusing YouTube as I usually am. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty much now my <laughs> my rotation is it's either something about um, rappers, uh, the Nintendo Switch, or movies. <laughs> so that's that's how I spend my extra like yeah. like my ten minute breaks at work. I'm just like, all right, what <laughs> what can I watch? Add like six things to my to watch later queue. Uh, but anyways, I was watching this and um, it brought up a really good point um, about critics and criticism and success of movies, uh, which is something that we've kind of, I'm sure we've talked about enough in the past. Um, but it was just an interesting point that uh, a lot of times people want to blame their shortcomings on bad critical reviews. Oh, the critics just didn't understand it, etc. Um but we need to look no further than the Transformers franchise, which has terrible critical reviews and is right. insanely successful. Um, or uh, the other example that they used was Annihilation, which has incredible critical reviews and did not even put a dent into no. its box office earnings. No. So, so, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, pretty much forgotten. I mean, this, that came out this year. And, mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much for, we haven't mentioned it once since. No. Um, and we didn't go to see it in theaters either, despite it having great critical reviews. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, just a, a kind of uh, interesting, interesting point about because um, people are are kind of quick to to blame. Uh, blame critics for shortcomings, but they're not really if you look at it, they're not huge. They're not tastemakers, I wouldn't say at this point. Um, well, I would, I would actually at this particular point in time of the year, they are when it comes to earlier in this in earlier in the year, sure. not a movie like Annihilation, then yes. But like there's movies that can have come out here in the last mm-hmm. two or three weeks that are getting nominated for Oscars that we haven't even talked about or heard about. Really. Right. And which is, I think I, that I, Yes. So the Motion Picture Academy would be a more of the tastemaker there than the critics, even though right. obviously well, if it, the Motion but Picture doing it because of the critics and, mm-hmm. and when they can, they, it's the last in mind type thing, you know. The, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And and like I, I I hate it so much because like all these good movies, like 
I mean, they're going to get buried by the movies we talked about now, or the movie we're going to, we're going to be talking about shortly. Mm-hmm. They're going to get buried by that, and they're going to be the ones up for the Oscars. And like, I have no idea what they are, and we're not going to be able to watch them until after the Oscars. No, not, not till you know like I mean? February or March. I mean, like, why do that? Why not put them out there whenever? Oh, I saw the. Uh, speaking of when they come out, um, uh, 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 Jordan Peele's new movie. I yeah. saw a trailer for it called Us. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty fucking good, and it it is not like a, a subtle kind of creepy movie. It is straight up horror movie. I yeah. I'm anxious for it. I I want you to watch the trailer tonight and. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, before you go to bed, and let me know what you think. <laughs> so, all y'all out there, look up the movie Us. Um, yeah, but yeah, um, th- that's one of the few movies, uh, like a movie like Ex Machina, mm-hmm. is the same thing, right? Critical Darling came out in March or April or something like that, mm-hmm. and no love at the Oscars, and that's only because it was released in March. If it was released in like December, like the last week in December. Or something like yeah. that. It would it would have probably been up for an Oscar. Yeah, because I think at that point that's what they are looking for. Almost too. guaranteed. Yeah, it's like they don't care what came out in February. No. Um. Yeah. Cloverfield mm-hmm. Paradox. They didn't care. They're yeah. not going to care about that. <laughs> yeah. Come on. They're all on their Super Bowl hangover. Yeah. I mean, uh, so I'm looking at. It looks like ultimately. Ex Machina did make its budget back, um, but its opening weekend was not very strong. No, I mean, it was probably limited release, and then it yeah. caught some buzz mm-hmm. from the critics, and it maybe opened a little bit more na- national, mm-hmm. na- nationwide, but like, yeah, I mean, what was the budget? Uh, 15 million. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, what's that? I mean, that's, that's a <laughs> that's, lose. That's, that's a drops losing. in a bucket for a lot of, a lot of movies today. <laughs> yeah. Well, for, you know, and, you know, to get those three actors now into the same movie, you know. Right, yeah. That's true, too. They got right right actors at the right time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just, like, uh, critics, yeah, obviously, we want to know what they're saying. But they aren't the end-all, be-all of influencers. I yeah, don't, I don't I agree. think that critics in Unless the 2000s us. have, yeah, yeah, we've shut a couple Shut some shit down. Uh, but I don't think critics in the 2000s, especially in, you know, 2018 and and I'm assuming going forward, they cannot tank a movie. No. Uh, um, no, I don't think so. Um, unless I would say. Oh, man, where, where, where would it do it at? I'm thinking it like the big name directors. No, it wouldn't kill any of them Mm -hmm. you know tarantino or or spielberg or or scorsese or um any of them um well you know um yeah i maybe not don't know yeah because i i think at this point if it's able to make it to the theater um yeah there's there's going to be some fluctuation maybe based on critics but yeah. There's just I mean, just look at some there. of the biggest earners. I mean, Suicide Squad's one of them, right? Yeah. That's a huge earner, and that's what that's rotten by half on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got to be. Um, yeah, it's got to be in the negative, or the rotten, rather. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it just... Um, 
it's not an excuse for, I guess, what I'm getting at. Not so much they're not tastemakers or anything. It's not an excuse for when your movie doesn't do well. It's not yes. because the critics I mean, didn't I, get it. Yeah. It's because you didn't make yeah, a good movie. Yeah. I think I think the one place it could hurt you is like if you if you're small like an indie film mm-hmm. and you submit it to like a a, a like a, 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 a some film festival and like one big name critic just doesn't like it and then it could hurt you yeah like just forgetting a distributor or something yeah. like that but other than that like yeah but if you make it to the theater yeah they can't. it's gonna it should hopefully it makes it on its own merit right yeah. Yeah, I'd uh, like to think. Yeah, we can we can hope. So, where where do we go from here? We have one of two roads. Yeah, let's let's uh, start with Bird Box and then sure. end with uh, Spidey. Nice. I right, um, like it. Let me let me. I'll set up Bird Box. Uh, sure. I'm not sure. Well, first of all, mm-hmm. you hate Sandra Bullock. I do. Yeah. Um, Rubs me the wrong way. I but you, you hate I, her. Yeah, I typically will not watch a movie she's in. Um, it's it all stems from this letter I wrote to her when I was younger. <laughs> no, I I don't know her. How could I hate her? Um, I I don't see movies she's in because she rubs me the wrong way as an actor. Really? Yeah. I I think she is good in everything she does. Like I, I, I'm, I'm never not invested in her. If I ran into her, I'd probably challenge her to a blindside rock, paper, scissors competition. A miscongenial, <laughs> miscongenialogy yeah. or God damn it. <laughs> genealogy contest. Yeah. Like, uh, I want to fight you. Let's, let's take it. One, two, three, shoot. Okay. All right. So, well, let's see. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so just, you don't like her. I, I just don't like her. She's one of those people where, like, I don't, I don't like Not her. Not a good actor. Um, you don't like her as an actor. I guess. Like, you don't think she's a good actor? I don't well, know. I don't thing. watch movies she's in because I don't like her. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, no one said this was rational. <laughs> I, I just, I'm trying to get my head around it, and I'm wondering if Bird Box changed her mind. No. So, I'm guessing it didn't. No. Um, I didn't hate it because of her, but I, I just, uh, I, I don't know. Sandra Bullock, who cares? I guess is. Oh, wow. <laughs> if, if someone has something positive to say about someone that I just don't see the value in, uh, I'm just going to double down. It's, just who cares? Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's, you know, not a great way to go through life, but that's what I've been doing. Okay. All right. Well, I'll set it up. Um, so this is a Netflix original. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, I think probably one of the first uh, bigger movies they've put out that actually is getting a lot of critically critical acclaim. Um, it's actually making the rounds on like my wife's morning TV shows that these are the movies should be watching, you know, mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so like, you know, we've, we've talked about the Netflix originals, not, Going good with the movies, going great with TV, not going good with the movies. Yeah. Um, so this movie is, I thought was kind of like I was not looking forward to this. I thought this was uh, kind of a uh, the quiet place type of ripoff thing where you know, oh, you can't make any noise. This one you can't mm-hmm. see anything. So you know, what's the next thing? You can't taste anything. Can't hear. You know, whatever. <laughs> <I> re- <laughs> 
I really want to see that movie. Yeah. You can't taste anything. If you taste something, the monsters will get you. That's right. You can't feel anything. Yeah. Um, uh, so, and this movie is like a post-apocalyptic, kind of a zombie movie slash uh, survival movie slash, um, you know, infighting slash, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's a, yeah, I mean, ap- apocalyptic, I think, is, is uh Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a zombie movie. It's it's know, the end of the world, of yeah. Um, and I'm telling you, like I had, and this is maybe a part of expectation. Like I had no expectation for this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just started watching on a whim. On it was Christmas Eve. I started watching it. Yeah, okay. after I put my son down to sleep, started watching this and great Christmas Eve movie. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah. Uh. And I just freaking, I fell in love with this movie. I, for some, like I, not to the point where I'm like, oh, this is the best movie of the year, mm-hmm. but like it, it, if it, it never, well, it's the only movie you're going to get machine gun Kelly and cat patty cake in the same. <laughs> yeah. Theme. Why I, are they on the soundtrack? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, both of them actually, like while I was watching it, I was like, is that, and I had to go on to IMDb and look. And I'm like, it is. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Patty Cakes. She's also in another Netflix movie right now. Yes, yes. My wife actually let me know. Yeah. Because she is... Uh, I sat down... Well, so far we've watched... The only two Patty Cake movies that she's been in that I've seen, she's watched mm-hmm. with me. So, that's, nice. that's fun. Um, but, uh, so anyways, it's this all... This pretty much rests on, on Sandra Bullock... And some of the supporting cast at times, mm-hmm. but for most part, her, and also the story. Um, and uh, I'm I was in from the start. I didn't. I had. I. I was in. I. Nice. Uh, there was this creepy thing that may or may not be revealed. Hey, I'll tell you right now. It doesn't ever get revealed. Yeah. Spoiler alert. And it. I'm okay with it. it doesn't have to be. And it. It, it feels stupid. And it and it it like like it doesn't make any sense, like why they could kind of look through the, yeah, you know they can look at they can look at anything inside, but they can't look at stuff outside. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like there's plot holes. It yeah, I, it really only makes it. no sense because of the security camera thing. Yeah, if that yeah. wasn't in there, <laughs> then it's like all right. But well, that kind of well, created this. But actually, that actually strict ruling raised, raised the stakes a little for me i was like oh yeah for sure because at first i was like well then they could just use their backup cam on their car and Uh uh-huh you know yeah no absolutely i I think that 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 is um the right way to play that but it does kind of make the ending uh, i don't know it doesn't not stick the landing but yeah um so my thoughts going yeah i guess the writing was the part for me for this writing and acting because like you had to write the characters believe them Mm -hmm. and um yeah, you have your archetypes and stuff, but like for the most part, uh, I, I was willing to look over the plot holes. But I'm yeah. sorry, yeah. Um, no, you're good. You're good. Um, my my thoughts going into this, um, I don't know why I didn't see much about it. Um, I, I honestly think I just saw the um, title card and the row, rowing of the uh, boat down the river, and I was like, I want to I want to see this. Um, so. I didn't know much about it going into it either, um, but I 
yeah, I, I was curious. I saw it on my own merit. Um, I think what's really propelling this movie is that it's very memeable. Mm. <laughs> see, okay. I see a lot of uh, a lot of memes on Reddit from uh, with Bird Box screen caps. So, hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, I enjoyed myself quite a bit with this one. Um, I uh, I don't know. Yeah, the plot holes are there. Um, it it really is um, unoriginal. Like it's a uh, it's um, pieced together from a couple other movies. Um, but I was talking with uh, OT, and I was like, when we were talking about it. It's like, yeah, I mean, most movies are are you know um spare parts from other movies it's just it's in the execution so yeah um but yeah when you sit when you sit down and think about this movie uh i think it's pretty easy to pick apart yeah um but (sighs) to you know bring it back to youtube uh i watched this infuriating review yesterday it was 25 minutes of my life just spent angry from this kid who is clearly a film student because he shot the, he shot this video in his dorm. He has this like very meticulous like clockwork orange poster and a Pulp Fiction poster and like his little like YouTube set. And he just ranted about how bad this movie was for 25 minutes and gave it a two out of 10. And I was like, you've, this is the no, second no worst way. you can. It's like, oh, I'm giving it a two purely on a couple of aspects, um, but clearly a film student because he's using all these buzzwords that he doesn't know what they mean. Um, and I was like so fucking enraged watching this that I actually looked up his Twitter and then I was like, no, I, I can't I can't go to this level, especially for a movie like Bird Box, which is just <laughs> very <laughs> I I think Bird Box is very average. Um <laughs> I'm not gonna. It's like, how dare you say this movie was bad? It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. It's not a two. It's a five. Damn it. Yeah, uh, I gave it a six. Um, okay. I enjoyed it. Uh, it is. It's spare parts from A Quiet Place, from The Happening. I mean, A Quiet Place was kind of spare parts from The Happening and The Last of Us. Uh, so. I don't think that that if you're looking for something purely original, you're going to be disappointed a lot when you go to the movies. No. Um, but yeah, I thought the acting was good. Um, I, I really, I mean, I, in, I, I kind of poisoned the well, like yeah. talking about Sandra Bullock <laughs> no, you're right. earlier, but, um, uh, but I really thought her performance was really good. And especially the way she was written and the way she pulled it off as far uh-huh. as like her, like, and it, you know they kind of tell they telegraphed at the beginning with her her pregnancy and not really caring about her pregnancy or her her diff diff dissidence diff not dissidence um her um her laissez faire attitude towards yes, growing a baby towards, inside yes her. towards <laughs> and hey let's be honest not everyone out there is uh, supposed to be a mother yeah and when they say you know uh, well whatever I'm not going to go down that road but like I thought I'm not. Uh, but but her her lazy fair not well not even that her like act, actually Distaste disdain for, for the children at points um actually served her 
like she that's why she was the only person in a whole group that actually were was capable of uh leading them to the place where they eventually got to right. you know what i mean like and i thought the perform her performance was really good especially the writing for her and the way she pulled it off you know as far as her naming the kids mm-hmm. i thought it was I was very disappointed in her naming the kids. Um, I wanted their names to be Cinderella and Girl. Uh, <laughs> and boy, your name is Girl. P, P, and J. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. That would be great. Uh, j- yeah. <laughs> just a little Patty Cakes reference in that movie. Yeah. That's yes. what it needed. Um, I actually, and, I didn't. And Patty uh, Cakes and R- Rap Devil. Yeah. Um, I didn't think, uh, I actually was disappointed in John Malkovich. I thought his character yeah, he, was, he's become a caricature. Now, yeah. Right. Like he can't, he's, there's no nuance with him. He's Nick Cage. Yeah. Kind of. And like the, uh, he, he just, um, was like the, the crotchety old drunk. And it's like, and I guess, you know, um, most of these characters are one dimensional, um, but when you have like someone who's considered a great character actor, uh, and kind of like a wasted opportunity, I guess, um, it's, it's noticeable. It's kind of a glaring yeah. issue maybe. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I was disappointed with him. Um, it was nice to see BD Wong. I didn't know that he did anything other than Jurassic yeah. Park. Movies yes. or, or SVU. Oh, is he an SVU? Law and Order SVU. Yeah. I love. I I think he's great as uh, Hugo Strange in uh, in Gotham. Oh, I haven't. Oh, you haven't, haven't gotten been. that far. I'm not going to either. Yeah, I'm good. I you you're yeah you're a smarter man than me. Because <laughs> at this point, well, I just I gotta mean, ride even it if out. It, even if it's great, I can't get into TV anymore. Can't. Really? Yeah. Really. I just those. Uh, well, that's one thing. Like it's it's those drawn out story arcs where you're. Like the writing or the sto- or the the show outlasts the writing. Yep. Yeah. And that's it's just like a huge problem why, with why Netflix. I get invested. And that's that's a perfect example of Gotham. The first two seasons, yeah, I'm in. Mm-hmm. And then after that, then they're like trying to figure out after we kill this person, oh, we can make him Solomon Grundy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even see it happen, but I saw him. Throw him in the Lazarus pit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. Um, no, I get that. I get that. Um, but he's really good at, as, as a uh, Hugo strange, maybe worth just even looking at a picture of, it's just, it's cool yeah. to see him. As, yeah, that uh, would, I, I, my favorite Hugo strange is still from the, what is it? The Arkham, Arkham city is Arkham like, city. Yeah. That honestly is one of my favorite Batman stories. Like Talk, a, it's, a, it's, across it's, all it's the, mediums. It's the best movie I've ever played across all mediums. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so man. good. Uh it is. But yeah, so Bird Box. Um there's yeah. I don't know. There's some plot I, holes I in there. I highly recommend but it. I, I really do. I gave it an eight. Um I don't recommend it because everyone's seen it already. So that's that's true. <laughs> Everyone has Netflix, so yeah. It is it is um it New does... Listener Jim did not like it as much as I did. Oh, new listener Jim, yeah. Um I, I agree with Jim, which is a scary thing to say. Hey, buddy. Um, 
it's uh, I don't know. It I think this is a good example of the power of Netflix, though. Mm. Um, yeah. As as a well, movie I, I'm distribution company, they can still make and just they're pumping out stuff and pumping out like where are they getting the money like where are they getting the money i don't think they have it i think that they've spent i think that they're they got to be in the red um or they're not in the red box yeah hey hey oh how is that still a thing yeah my well my (laughs) sister-in-law uh this is from 2017 but the first thing this is the first result is Netflix is on the hook for 20 billion. Can it keep spending its way to the top? <laughs> um, but that's two years ago now. Anyways, um, your sister-in-law said, Oh, they keep red box in business. Really? Yeah. A dollar, a dollar at a time, huh? I guess. Yeah. That's Molly's the same way. She's like, uh, should I see what's at red box? I'm like, no, you shouldn't see what's at red box. <laughs> we can rent it here. Hmm. Or we can look at the thousands upon thousands of movies on Netflix. We can look at the 10 movies on Amazon. But yeah, <sighs> she honestly, I think, is the one keeping me in the in the TV game. Because we'll watch like an episode of TV while we have dinner or something. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I get it. Oh, uh, I guess before we do our main, do we want to do some, I didn't even think about this. But I do, uh, I do have some suggestions for listeners, at least, uh, if oh, not something to assign shit. you. Um, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I absolutely. just just now thought of it. Um, I didn't think about that at all. Uh, but I uh, earlier in the day, I did see that uh, Hereditary is streaming on Amazon Prime. Nice. So I'm going to assign that to the listeners. If you're, if you're, if you got the stomach for it. Go check it out. Mm-hmm. On Amazon Prime, noise. Yes. Noise, noise, noise. And they, uh, yeah, Amazon Prime has just put out some some new movies. Recently added movies. Iron Man Two, A Most Wanted Man, mm-hmm. uh, Boogie Nights. Is that the full title of Iron Man Two? Yes. Iron Man Two, A Most Wanted Man. Boogie Nights. <laughs> uh, Zodiac is streaming. Uh, man, that's a long movie. Uh, Clockwork Orange, one of the most overrated movies I've ever seen. Oh, unpleasant too. Just such a great movie to hang your head, head on, hat on. Uh, hold on one um, second. I I froze up. Anyways, still haven't watched that the whole way through. Oh, uh, the movie I talked about a while ago, Leave No Trace. Mm. Uh, starring Ben Foster and a young actress by the name of uh, Thomason McKenzie. Uh, nice little indie movie. Um, very slow burn, uh, but worth a watch. Uh, deals a little bit with, um, uh, you know, veterans and post-traumatic stress. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, a nice little, nice little movie. Right on, right on. You hear me? Yes. See me. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You froze up a little bit. I know that I can't hear you. Oh See no. You. All right. I'm gonna let you talk after I'm done talking. <laughs> Go. 
All right. Uh, yeah, I. That's very interesting. I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> I agree that you should agree. Um, Are you crazy? Little Stop bit. Stop it. <laughs> Listen. I can't even. I can't even get a sense. If you're out. gonna keep going down this path, uh-huh. I'm gonna have to hang up because I will not put up with you saying the N word over and over. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I still can't hear you. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right. Think I think we've got it all squared away. Okay. All right. Not sure where you lost me, but uh did you hear about a little movie called Moonstruck? No, I'm just kidding. I have heard of it. My dad loves that movie. Yeah. It's not too bad. No, it's not. I mean, Nicolas Cage won uh, an Oscar for that, right? Yeah, or no, uh, shared it. Shared it. Some, yes. Someone's a winner. We're all winners. Yeah, on Nicolas this Cage got day. it for uh, Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Pete, I mean, Nicolas Cage has become a caricature of himself, but people forget that he did have some high-profile gigs. Yeah. Problem is he went broke and then decided to just do as much as possible. That's right. What an idiot. Um, <laughs> I I am terribly underprepared for this. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what but, I, was, I was trying ooh, to. Ooh, Hell or High Water is on Netflix now. So nice. you've heard us talk about that quite a bit. Uh, if you have been dragging your feet and you have Netflix, um, please stop because it is so good. Yeah. Uh, Really good. Like yeah. it's, I mean, from the opening shot or opening yeah. scene, it's just you're in. Yeah, I can't. I can't believe this was uh, 2016. It feels so. I mean, one that's not that long ago, but it just it feels like uh, we were just gushing about it the other day. I know. So well, we probably were. Probably, yeah. <clears throat> possibly, possibly. So that's nice. Um, it did recommend that my sister watch A Touch of Evil. So maybe everyone else out there, if you're looking for a classic, this one's from 1958. Mm. Um, solid movie. Uh, check it out. Check it out. Touch of Evil. Just looking on uh, the original, uh, Amazon original movies, mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, Prime Originals, uh, which... The, I think the biggest one out there is Manchester by the Sea you know, and The Big Sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the movie I talked about a little bit ago, uh, You Were Never Really Here with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Right. And the movie just came out recently, uh, Gringo. Gringo, yeah. With, uh, what's his name, Mel Gibson? <laughs> no, uh, that's Get, Get the, the Gringo. Get the Gringo. Shit. Yeah, this one is... Um, this <laughs> I'm, has, uh, I'm stuck on racial slurs. <laughs> <laughs> um uh this has Joel Edgerton and Char- Charlize Theron. It's a, it's mm. uh the, a guy out of his element, fish out of water type movie. Uh, like a, a financial guy stuck in Mexico and has to fight his way out. It's kind of like a comedy action comedy type of thing. Mm-hmm. Director director is Nash Edgerton. So oh. is that could that be Joel Edgerton's brother or a pseudonym? I don't know. I'll come back to you next week and tell you the what happens. Um, um. <laughs> but also, uh, I, the movie I talked about before, uh, 
Oh, fuck. Uh, Last Flag Flying. Yes. Uh, which had uh, Brian Cranston, uh, uh, Lawrence Fitzburne, and Steve Crow. And then Gimme Danger also is on there. Which is oh. Cool. Um, heck, there's a lot of good uh, original. I didn't realize that. Neon Demon was a pri- uh, uh, Amazon original mm. movie. Mm. Mm. Speaking of movies, yeah. where the story doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, um, Gleason, another one. Gleason was? Yeah. Nice. Amazon Studios. I still can't believe I've never run into him. Yeah. Because he, he's well, like in our... Yeah, so the brewery I work at, he's yeah. in there with a, enough of a degree of frequency that it's like, at this point, it's like, I, yeah. I just want to say He's hi. avoiding you. Yeah, I feel like he might be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He knows my affinity for MC Hawking, so maybe he just is like, well, yeah. this guy might say something stupid to me, yeah. so I'm just going to avoid him. Keep me away from that guy. <laughs> yeah, not a bad idea. Um, I'm I'm laughing because there's a, a title on uh, Netflix of a movie called, or, yeah, of a movie called Super Dark Times, and I don't know. That just seems like such a like a stoner thing like someone talking was like dude it was just super dark super times. dark yeah it's just like those were just super dark times you know what i mean dude yeah i don't know why that made me laugh but it's under the critically acclaimed thriller section so nice oh i watched um i watched honey i shrunk the kids with the boy last night nice yeah he liked it it was good i it, it i mean you know there's some <laughs> there's some problems with it but like for the most part like the it might mainly the, like cg there's no some of the uh some of the formulas he were was using i don't know yeah um but yeah i i saw that movie i mean that came out like what when did it come out in 99 89 i mean mm-hmm. yeah 89 so i was like you know 12 or 13 i fell in love with the girl in it of course hell yeah and uh yeah but yeah he liked it fun little movie yeah, it's room on Netflix or uh, HBO. Not bad. But um, I don't know. We're gonna watch something each other. We're gonna sign each other later. We don't have to yeah, do that. sorry. That's man. Forgot all about that. So excited yeah. to talk about our next movie. Let's do it. Yeah, because we're getting late. You gotta get up early. Yes. Yeah. It's not, it's not too bad, but I do have to get up early. Anyways, uh, yeah. So we both went and uh, we. Hopped into the Spider Verse with uh, 2018 Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Uh, so this is um, the story of Miles Morales becoming Spider Man. Um, so we get a uh, an origin story, and uh, he wait no that's not how it starts. Um, so we meet Miles Morales first. Um, in a world where Spider-Man already exists. Yeah, well, this is this is a direct, um, adap- well, not a direct adaptation, but like an adaptation of the uh, Spider-Man, the uh, Spider-Verse, where Miles yeah. Morales is the new Spider-Man, but it is, then you meet other Spider-Man. This is a comic book run. Yes. Like, this is an adaptation. Yeah. Um, and it looks like a comic con- come to life. It's animated. Um yeah i'm not doing a good job of uh paraphrasing this but yeah miles morales becomes spider-man um and one of uh 
his arch. It's nice to see him uh, squaring off against Kingpin. Um, um, yeah, I guess I, that's the only um, villain I didn't like in this. I just um, I grew up with the Spider-Man cartoon, and Kingpin okay. was always like yeah. the guy. Yeah. So it was nice to, yeah, definitely. Um, Doc Ock was was better. I I thought Catherine Hahn was fantastic. Like all the voice acting was pretty fantastic, um, but just from my, I guess, a comfort standpoint, yeah, I was like, yeah. all right, it's Kingpin's not just for Daredevil anymore. Cool, yeah. Um, but yeah, through one of uh, Kingpin's plots, um, different Spider-Man from different comic. He runs. opens up a portal yes. into different universes. Yes, and they all collapse upon each other. And the spider people must team up to save the day. Uh, and all of the Spider-Man stuff you would expect is really awesome. It delivers on that. Um, but I thought it was so like um, the storyline between Miles and his dad. Like that was very sweet. Like there was so many like really emotionally poignant parts to this animated spider-man movie um it really took me by surprise i was excited to see it i heard that um friend of the show anderson liked it and i was like well, oh did he now i really have to see it he was like um on uh, an episode of the after disaster he was like i was i was pissed i was like this movie's gonna ruin the next 10 movies for me because none of them are gonna be as exciting oh like, really yeah and he That's is cool he um is not well, you know not what? a comic that book fan. That makes sense because like he's a sucker fan. for good animation. Yeah. I think. Oh, the animation like, was phenomenal. Man, it it is like it took so many chances, mm-hmm. and I mean it it it, it crossed it like crossed um, uh, animation styles like yeah. so like all the time it was like kind of going back and forth between like ultra realistic to like to sometimes like straight up cartoonish to you know just like it it blurred the lines of absolutely of all that and yeah um that that's the most inventive thing i thought it would do but it also had like a great story to tell Mm -hmm. um man this movie is big risk big reward Um, yeah because they do take a lot of chances uh and I don't think that there's a missed beat in this movie. Um, even I remember uh, saying to Molly when I when we left the theaters, um, <laughs> like I I definitely uh, would have enjoyed if there was more Spider Ham, but I think there was the right amount because I think I would have enjoyed it. But if they they overdo it, I'd rather them underdo it, leave you wanting more. Um, yeah, and as a John Mulaney fan, they just well, yeah, his was, voice I makes was me happy laugh. To see that, yeah. yes, um, yeah, and just like huge names in this mm-hmm. movie. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, not I guess not huge name, but very I mean, like, pop culture yeah. names like people like you and I definitely know. Like the first ten I'm, credits are like you know, who's who of yeah, Shamik like, Moore, who um, his big breakout in Dope. I think that's the first movie reviewed on this show. Like, yeah, I've been waiting for him to have something awesome. Um, yeah. Jake Johnson, Jake Johnson. Yes. Uh, Haley Steinfeld, Steinfeld. 
um, as Gwen Stacy. So that was cool to see her not just be the blonde love interest, um, but actually get to do some spider Gwenning. Yes. Um, and how awesome. Like, I didn't even see it coming because they, they did the Uncle Ben thing without even doing like mm-hmm. i never saw it coming until it happened and i was like oh my god they did the uncle ben thing yeah and uh, like oh my god yeah it, dude they they did everything so well in this movie looks phenomenal the script is super tight the voice acting's awesome the story is really strong um and i mean these we're we're in a great time for I think we're moving past the golden age of Pixar, but you know, Pixar's like Pixar's worst movie is better than a lot of people's best movies. Um, so, so we're a little spoiled to say that we're I know, moving past but that. Like, yeah, yes, and but uh, let's not let's not uh, assume that no one else can do it. You know, right. because um, I know uh, Brian and Anderson sometimes shit on like the minion movies and the despicable me despicable me. And I, I know you haven't seen that many or even any I, of those. I didn't like movies. despicable me. So I didn't see any of the other ones. But like, but, like as a, as a father of a kid, it's seven years yeah. old now. I mean, and who loves those movies? I've seen them all. I've right. seen them all multiple, Probably a lot, multiple right? times. <laughs> and like, they still like, I, I will sit and watch them. Yeah. Um, Dude, and, how to train they, your dragon though. I'm in. I, yes. Love those movies. And, but it what's what's great about this movie is as much as I loved it and thought it was so inventive and so mm-hmm. poignant and like just and it flew by it was for a a cartoon movie two hours and four minutes I loved every second of it my Absolutely. son loved just as much that's awesome and yeah. and that's what is really the uh, like. You know, it can't be for every movie. It's not like my son's dog. He he gave Hell or High Water like a seven. Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't want to. You know, he's not here to defend himself, but I feel like he's wrong. Well, yeah. Yeah, you've you've had enough people blindly telling you you're wrong on other podcasts. I'll let that. <laughs> well, I've had people on your podcast telling me I'm wrong plenty of times. <laughs> Matt and Andrew are wrong. They're wrong. No way. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, it what was great is like, like so the animation like sometimes it looked almost too real, right? Yeah. Like disturbing. Like there's some animation that looks like some of those like video game cutscenes where you're like, what is going on? But they mixed it so well with yeah. the other stuff, and um, and the herky jerky movement of that first scene where he's getting up, getting ready for school, yeah, going in like, and everything's kind of like really quick 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 just you know on to the next scene and like nothing's mm-hmm. like there's no it's not like a it's not, it's not like a handheld but yeah. it's feels that way almost mm-hmm. yeah. um just, Dude, they wasted like two hours they wasted no they packed every second of this movie with something at the very least something to look at and spider noir was great mm-hmm yeah, um, they, yeah, and Doc Ock, yeah, the Doc Ock like that came out of nowhere. Didn't see yeah. that coming. Yeah, that, that was, was sweet. In the first like that was a great surprise in the first fifteen minutes. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh man, I just I I don't know what it 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 was just maybe the the right 
time or I just had, I just had such a great experience. I felt like I was just swelling with joy after like leaving this movie. I was like, man, what a, what a great, great time to be alive. Yeah. I don't, Um, this movie just did it for me. Made me so happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause it, 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 like I really had, I was like, "Why are they releasing a Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. in theaters? Like, what, what possibly? What? Like, usually these are the like, whether it's um, you know, the the Batman, right? Um, Mask you know, of they, the Phantasm. They, it goes straight to disc, and like, oh, we find like a hidden gem every once in a while. But right. this is like, and then, and then all, but they must have knew they they must have known they had something in this. Yeah, and like they produced the hell out of it, and even Stanley's like, cameo in it. Oh man, that was was had like lump in my throat, and then yeah, immediately yeah, <laughs> and then immediately undercut that moment with a great little joke. It was like, man, yeah. this is too good to be true. Uh, but it's not. You can go see it in theaters now. I definitely recommend. Yeah. Even like everything down to. Um, the soundtrack, the songs that were made for this movie. Oh yeah, well I knew you'd love that because nah, the, there's a lot of good well, hip hop. But I don't like a lot of the artists, and like I've listened to it because Molly really wanted to hear it afterwards. So I, we listened to it on the car ride home. And I'm like, eh, I guess it's okay, but in the context of the movie, it's oh, it's pitch sure. perfect. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. So yeah. Well, in in. It it does feel a lot like the movie Dope, where it's kind of like a, it's like a nostalgic kind of movie where you're like kind of hearkening back on your childhood a little bit on some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it also is, I think, for the most, the biggest thing is a palate cleanser for all these superhero movies. Yeah, and like, <clears throat> you know, we we're we're getting to the point where. We've seen the biggest and baddest bad guys that we could ever see, and the, these superheroes doing things that are just crazy and insane on on screen, mm-hmm. you know, with the CGI and stuff that almost looks too real to be true, and sometimes it is, and like you're like, oh my gosh, how did they pull that off? Well, so, but when they do it in the animated form, like they did in this, for some reason, it it rings a little bit more true, mm-hmm. and. I think I, I texted to this to you is like it was tonally perfect. Yeah. And it 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 didn't miss a beat the whole time and it, it maybe, you know, ten years ago it wouldn't work. Ten years from now it may not have it may not work. Yeah. But for this time and place, it's a power cleanser, it's just hits the right tone. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um and that's to to uh piggyback on on the whole palette cleanser idea, the last time we were talking about a superhero palette cleanser i think we were talking about deadpool which is just totally outside um not that it wasn't mainstream but just outside that mainstream of marvel movies being churned out they're all serving this higher purpose moving towards this thing and then you just have this one that is r-rated raunchy inappropriate um Mm -hmm. you know and before that was uh daredevil on netflix yeah. It was it was it was like toned down. It goes from the, mm-hmm. the global to the Yeah, it went street level. Well, yeah, street level, <laughs> like just Coppola you know. and Scorsese. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um 
Very good. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Spider Gwen was great. Mm-hmm. I liked her. I, like I love that about that movie. Or, yeah. uh, it, because I I didn't read the Spider Verse comics at all. Uh, but having her as a um, and they all it all has this. They all have the same story. And it's all, yeah. they all are interconnected and they all like, and it makes, but it makes so much sense. And that makes, that's what makes Spider-Man such a great mm-hmm. uh, character. And I think, I mean, we, and I guess uh, even Spider-Man Homecoming, you know, mm-hmm. I, we both really like that. I mean, I liked it a lot more. I Well, not a lot more, but I. Oh yeah, I, I really liked it. I, I thought it was maybe the best superhero movie or at least the best Spider-Man movie. And you, you, you still hold on to. Uh, uh, I, you, I don't at, know. At we'll, point, we'll see. But this, this might be yeah. my favorite. Probably oh, is. Yes. Yeah. This is so much better. I'm well, not so much better than Homecoming because Homecoming is really good. I think it's uh, so but, much better than than. Uh, I mean, so much better is it's kind of unfair because it's. It's not. It's not so a straight. Com- it's, it's not it's a straight comparison, but it's just. What would I rather do with my time? Yeah. Between the two, or or between. All the Spider-Man movies we've had at this point, I I want to put on Spider-Verse. Yeah. That's that's how I'm feeling. Like I can't wait to see it again. Yeah, I'm own it. I'm gonna own this movie. Absolutely, sure. same. And uh, Leif Schreiber. Yes. Yeah. Like you, you. I wouldn't have known until I looked it up on I or on IMDb. Yeah, they actually got some weird one. They're not weird ones, but like well, like, Chris Pine is the yeah. original one, but he that was, was only in for like two seconds. Yeah. So they got like um maybe there's something on the cutting room floor but like Lake Bell was um Wilson Fisk's wife who like oh, yeah. isn't really actually in the movie very much no very um, little other than saying Wilson yeah so it's weird to, yeah it's a weird thing to say uh um yeah, weird thing to spend money on, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. whatever. I at this, I'm I'm not questioning their methods because the the outcome was spectacular. Jesus Christ! What's that? Ninety million dollar budget. Really? I I mean, a lot of that's got to be the actors. Well, no, I mean, I, I guess mean, the because the visuals are probably insane too. They Ninety looked, million yeah. dollars. Jesus. Hmm. Well, it's. I mean, it's doing okay as of right yeah, it's, now. It's, it's worldwide grosses. Yeah. Uh, as of yeah, January one. So it's doing okay. Oh, here's here. This is one of those movies that I I I I, I fear that the sequel will be. Yeah. Lacking. Well, it's. It's just hard. But maybe not. Maybe not. Good writers. Maybe not. I mean. So Phil Lord wrote this, yeah. um, who um, with Chris Miller has done the Lego movie, which was another just incredibly awesome movie that, mm-hmm. um, you know, spans spans ages. Caught me off guard a little bit how good it was. Um, you know, they did 21 Jump Street, which maybe not not as great as these other two movies we're talking about. But I it also caught me off guard. Also really enjoyed that. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, good writing. Um, that good writing, good IP, um, good actors. Oh, and they were they were the original guys that were doing, um, the solo movie. 
And then he got kicked off. Right, yeah. Yeah, they don't seem like compromising guys, um, which is cool. That yeah. They're, that they're yeah. still I mean, able in, to in, be successful and handle helm these big franchises. Hell, right now, I mean, I'll give him my money, man, because yeah, they haven't him. done too much wrong. So. Right on. Cool. Yay, yay. Well, I think, uh, yeah, we've... Yeah, absolutely. Give it a go out and see it. Go see it right now. Definitely. I mean, they had Oscar Isaac as just a cameo in this movie. Yeah. How crazy is that? <laughs> I, I weird. He's, he's he's credited as interesting person number one. Yeah. I um. What's his name? There's there's like a bunch of like Brooklyn bystanders. <laughs> what, what what did they they didn't say anything yeah. <laughs> Brooklyn Visions teachers students I mean I guess you need you need like background of course but yeah but you really don't need like Oscar Isaac you know like you don't yeah yeah I mean that that I guess it's name recognition and stuff you get to the game to, and I bet you, I bet you twenty million dollars that money is is going to the actors. It's got to be. Yeah. Uh, man. Excellent, excellent movie. Uh, yeah. And any any final thoughts besides strong recommendation from the both of us? Uh, no. Go out and see it, and uh, till next time, uh, go see some movies and interact yeah. with us, and let us mm-hmm. know what you're thinking. Yeah. Bruinviewpod at gmail.com, at Bruinviewpod on Twitter, um, Bruinviewpod on Untapped. Let us know what you're drinking, bro. Mm-hmm. If you made it this far, good for you and thank you. Yes, thanks, Jim. Happy New Year. Happy <laughs> New Year. Boy, 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 boy. It's a lonely room.